How's it going, people? Welcome to another episode of Know the Draw with your boy NILE. Uh, today, I'm literally just going to discuss duos. At the beginning of the season, there was a big emphasis on all these pairs joining up. You had AD and LeBron at the Lakers, you had Kawhi and PG at the Clippers, you had Russ and Harden at the Rockets, um, Kyrie and KD even though that one is more of a next year thing but we went away from the era of the big freeze to the the dynamic duos um and right now recently there's been a big discussion about i've seen like on, on twitter and even on the different um nba insight shows about who's the best duo um so i'm just going to quickly run through who, who it might be and who i think it is so like i said start of the season there was a big big emphasis on dynamic duos who was going to win the chip based on this so like obviously ad joining the lakers with lebron um Kawhi and pg forcing all Kawhi was a free agent and somehow getting pg to join um by from okc the clippers russ surprisingly got sent to rockets um, right now, as we've passed All-Star Weekend and we're hitting like the literally the end of the season, I'm just going to quickly run through a few of them. So, I saw someone say Russ and Harden is the top two, so the top duo. So, let me look at their points. So, Harden nearly averaging 35 points, Russ is on 27.5. They both got six, seven rebounds, six, seven assists each. But let me just focus on the points. So combined points is 62.4. And they've got 39 wins. Then you've got AD and LeBron. The King and the Brow. Um, AD is averaging 26, nearly 27. LeBron's at 25. Um, so that's combined just over 50, 52 uh, points per game. But if you look at their record, they've got 47 wins, the second in the whole NBA. And then you've got Kawhi and Paul George. They're averaging 27 and 21 points per game. So that gives us a grand total of 48 points. Now, that one could be a bit misconstrued to the fact that Paul George has been injured in and out of the team. Kawhi has been on load management. So that might explain why the points are so high. But at the same time, the wins are good. They've got 42 wins, which is third in the East, third in the West, sorry, currently. So it's like, what do you point towards? Do you point towards the wins? Do you point towards the points? Because, um, like, if you're going by everything, including the points, assists and rebounds Russ and Harden have probably got the most balanced because they're averaging a combined 14.2 rebounds sorry 14.5 and 14.2 assists compared to the other pairs where like Kawhi and Paul George not even got 10 assists between them just uh, 13 rebounds um, LeBron and AD is pretty high though, but that's due to LeBron being number one in assists this year. So they've got 13.9 combined assists. 
even though AD is not ready assist man, he's only got three assists per game. Rebounds is high though, nine and seven, so they've got seventeen point um, three. But I don't know how do you break up on the eye test. Like obviously the most exciting is James Harden and Russell man. Russell like especially now they've changed up the whole team for Russ by trading Capella. The Rockets have gone completely small to open up the floor for Russ. At first he was struggling because Russ was put in a system where it was set up basically to be the open man, you got to shoot threes and make your shots. But now by removing Capella and opening up the floor by guys small. Like that suits Russ to a T because he can just pick up the pace, he can attack the paint. And we know that Russ, like, we know he's not the most technically gifted um, PG, but we know he's the most athletic by far. Like, the guy literally runs every position at 100 miles per hour. And we're seeing the results, like the points is there, 27.5 points. That's a lot of points. But then you could say maybe the reason why their points... Harden and Westbrook points are so high is because of the way the team is built. It's built literally for them to. Um, but again, the wins that weren't there, they've only recently started clicking. So it's like it's a chemistry thing. But how much can they keep it up? Um, I'm gonna go with the Clippers quickly. Like I said, Paul George and Kawhi have had different issues, whether it's been load management or um, injuries but the thing is which makes it interesting about the Clippers even though they've got 42 wins is that their team's pretty balanced like Lou Will and Montrezl Harrell are literally right behind Paul George with like 20 and 19 points apiece so they've literally got so much firepower the top those the two big dogs don't have to really perform so much even though Kawhi has put up his numbers which is some of the best for his career he doesn't necessarily need to hit the heights like the fact that Paul George hasn't had to really play or contribute that much to the the season so to speak says a lot about how well the Clippers are constructed which brings me back to the Lakers now where the Lakers literally if you take out LeBron or AD the team is finished like completely like after those two in terms of scoring alone the next highest scorer is I think Carl Kuzma with 13 points per game which that ain't saying anything like they thought Carl Kuzma was they're talking about he could be the next the potential secret weapon of the big three for the Lakers but he struggled so it's like literally you take out LeBron James especially that team is not going to be a 47 win team that team's potentially not even a playoff team because you could say although AD is a top five player we know that AD has struggled to be a playoff um, contender with the teams back in NL so it's like is that a true balance or is that just LeBron James or is it just a case of AD is able to play his game because of LeBron um, I don't know because uh, let's look at the team that's actually winning right now the most games which is the Bucks they got 53 wins they've got Giannis who's on net averaging nearly 30 points 
and you've got Chris Middleton, which he's averaging just over 20 points. Um, again, that team is a very balanced team. They've got multiple scorers, double-digit scorers who are like on 15 points, etc. But Giannis is obviously clearly head and shoulders above the rest of his teammates. So I wouldn't really call this a true dynamic duo, but D2 got voted into the All-Star game. So in theory, they're up for consideration. But in my opinion, I definitely think it's the Lakers who's got the best two. But at the same time, James Harden and Russ, man, they're so exciting to watch. But then it's crazy because then I think at the same time, if Paul George and Kawhi can get it together, you've got scoring and defence. So it's like, in theory... They should probably be the pair that mesh, mesh the best because they're both wings. But it's, it's a weird one because there's another good duos as well. There's like we've got so many other duos, like you've got Luca and you've got Pazingas, but Pazingas hasn't really played, he's been in and out. He's just about averaging 20, Luca's averaging nearly 30. That's that could be a potentially a duo of the future i wouldn't say it's, they're not in the conversation right now in terms of the best but i think going forward both guys are under 25 so i think that's one for the future but even if you look at the past you've got stephen curry and clay if you just go off for last year now we know like someone in my group chat suggested that that's the best duo in the league even though naturally they're not to playing together this year, but the results are in the are the proof. They got three championships together, but again, Kevin Durant was part of one of them, two of them, sorry. But if I just go off their numbers, twenty-seven point three for Steph, twenty-one point five for Clay, brings them up to forty, nearly forty-nine points per game between the two. Obviously, you got to take into account what Kevin Durant was there, but. Do you know what I'm saying? That's not even as high as the Rockets or the Lakers. So it's like, is it a system thing? Is it in terms of how well the teams are playing? How well the teams are constructed? I don't know. Like, I wouldn't put them as the best duo. But then they are the best guard duo. It's like, it's a weird one. It's a weird one to say. Um... And then we've got a hypothetical one, which could be next year, with Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Obviously, Kyrie played this season, but he's out for the, he's out for the rest of the season now. Kevin Durant can't play this year. But if I go off of last year's numbers, you've got 23.8 from Kyrie, 26 from Durant, which averages up to nearly 50 points, literally just under 49.8. Now, that ain't a scary pair, in my opinion, in terms of just the numbers. But then you can imagine if KD comes back to anywhere near healthy, him being the, num the true number one option on the team, um, I can see him averaging, if he can get back to, in the Eastern Conference, if he can get anywhere back to his best, he could easily average 30 points. And then you've got Kyrie. He could easily average, fully fit Kyrie could easily average over 25. 
so it's like as well and the combination of them both being one being a guard one being a forward that works wonders as we've seen with LeBron and Wade of the past and even like Kobe and Paul Gasol not necessarily numbers wise but in terms of winning championships the combo that combo always works so I think that next year would be interesting but let's not even look too far and let's just focus on right now and I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with AD and LeBron but it still hinges a lot in terms of the Lakers success it hinges on LeBron being LeBron James whereas I think the Lakers could not necessarily have the same record but without AD and maybe having another star not necessarily superstar the numbers could be similar whereas I think with the other the other pairs like Harden and Westbrook I think they're interchangeable I think you can play both teams can play without each other because the way the, the Rockets are built they're built on free free and D so naturally Harden provides a lot of the free a lot of the points but for example if he weren't able to play one game one or two games and Ruskos had complete control had all the keys and you gave him that same them same shooters do you know what I'm saying with Covington now as well I think the results could be similar as we saw with OKC Russell was able to do it so and obviously we know Harden can do it himself um, again as well Kawhi and PG like I said earlier they haven't really played as much games as they should have played and their team's still doing well because of the way their team's constructed so just to summarize yep Lakers have the best duel the proofs in the pudding the points is there the wins is there um tonight if I give a, a prediction Russ Russian beard versus Chloro and PG um I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Clippers. They're on a five game winning streak. I just don't see I can see obviously I can see the Rockets beating them but I just think the Clippers are in a groove right now. Everybody's clicking. Even though Paul Paul George is struggling but Kawhi that's the thing, Kawhi doesn't need Paul George to play well. He's got Lou Will, he's got Montrez Harrell. So he's got plenty of backups but I know but Russ is going definitely going to bring it tonight I know James will as well but I'm going to go over the Clippers um, what do you guys think who's the best duo is there something I'm missing is there a pair I'm missing um, let me know um, you know my at ns.flea on Instagram it's n1santana on Twitter and you can find Pickup Game Pod at Pickup Game Pod UK on both Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening.